Hey, podcasters. Welcome to Amassed Community Talks, where Amassed founder and CEO, Boaz Gilad, speaks with business professionals each week who inspire growth and change in their industry. Amassed Community Talks is sponsored by Amassed, the go-to wholesale marketplace connecting the construction industry with local suppliers. Check us out on amassed.com. Hi, Ken. Hey. Oh. So thanks for finding the time to speak with us. We are very excited about this conversation. Um, so just just we start. So you're based in DC, correct? That's right. I'm the yeah. chief economist for Associated General Contractors of America, which is based in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, but uh, these days I'm working from home like so many people. <laughs> exactly, like all of us, right? You can see my background. And uh, um, so tell me a little bit, first of all, about AGC. I mean, are you a, a lobbying group? Is that why you're in... Uh, Washington DC, are you much bigger? As far as I know, you're much bigger, but we'd love to hear from you. What is AGC? What do you do? Anything you want to share? Sure. AGC is the leading national construction trade association. We have over 27,000 member companies that do every kind of construction other than single family home building, as well as suppliers of equipment, goods, and services of all types. They so, belong through a network of 89 chapters that span the country from Maine to San Diego and out to Hawaii and from Alaska to South Florida and over to Puerto Rico. Oh, and uh, so 27,000 businesses, not individuals. Right. How many that's members, right. individuals do you guys have? Well, it, it's a, a company membership kind of association. And yeah. uh, so the, the companies range from uh, single member consulting or service firms to uh, companies that have tens of thousands of employees working in just about every state and doing uh, many different kinds of construction. So AGC of America focuses on uh, federal issues, uh, government agencies, Congress, of course, and the White House. Uh, but we also provide a, a wide range of services, uh, of uh, training programs, meetings, uh, committees that can get together to uh, discuss things of mutual interest for contractors and also to support those 89 chapters, each of which have their own staffs. And uh, you work both with union and non-union? Uh, that, that, that's right. We, we really uh, span the, the range of construction arrangements. So we have uh, some chapters in the Northeast and midsection of the country that are almost entirely union or maybe entirely union, and then many other parts of the country non-union completely and some are more of a mix yeah wow that's what a great opportunity for us to find a very broad uh, sense of what's happening especially because as your your is your background construction is it a, a economics like okay good so tell tell us about your personal account how did you get to agc and well i've been at agc for almost 20 years and uh, in fact uh, it's a day that our CEO hired me then and is still there. Steve Sander says he'll never forget. I started on September 10th, 2001. Wow. And wow. that was actually a good day to start because we had two of our chapter executives from around the country in for orientation. And I got to sit on their side of the table, meet the entire staff, hear what each department did in a very organized fashion. But then, of course, the next day, the whole country and the economy changed. People started asking me, well, what's going to happen to the economy? What's it mean for different kinds of construction? And while I'd never worked in construction before, I had worked with a somewhat similar trade association. I spent 13 years as vice president and chief economist of American trucking associations. And so I knew the kinds of uh, data sources that I could turn to to find out what was happening to construction employment, construction spending, 
uh, started looking into uh, price indexes. There are a whole bunch of producer price indexes that relate to construction products and even to uh, bid prices of contractors. And so I've been putting out that sort of information now for almost 20 years, as I say. Wow. That's that's what a great uh, also you have some background in trucking, which is we'll talk about a few in a few minutes, but the whole logistic nightmare everybody's experiencing right now. So you understand how, you know, the trucking part and the construction part, too. Right. I mean, it's a huge. Uh, so what is your day to day looks like? I mean, for you in your role? Well, the, these days uh, there are a lot of media calls asking about uh, construction costs, uh, certainly lumber uh, has been a big concern for anybody who's building a house or remodeling one uh, just uh, lately air conditioning units uh, uh, and uh, that's because obviously we're heading into the summer season and uh, i'm not a specialist in, in any particular product but i do get a lot of information from those member companies they uh, forward to me dear valued customer letters that they get from producers saying, oh, we've really tried hard to hold the line on prices, but we're just going to have to stick it to you starting next month. Um, other kinds of uh, information from both government and private sources. I'm a past president and still very active in my professional association, the National Association for Business Economics. And so I'm in contact with economists who work for many types of companies and associations, government agencies, think tanks. And I also uh, am the co-founder of a meeting group called the Tax Economist Forum. So I hear a lot about analyses of tax policy ideas and so forth. So I'm really pulling in information from a wide range of sources inside and outside of construction. And, and having grown up in Washington, D.C. and uh, been interested in government and federal politics all my life. I, I also try to assimilate that information, distill it all in a way that I hope is useful to contractors and to other people who want to follow the industry, uh, media, public officials, and so forth. So in addition to talking to reporters, I've been doing a lot of briefings for owner groups, whether it's uh, private developers or uh, government agencies, contracting and budget officers have to figure out, well, how much should we ask for in our budget request to cover the cost of uh, a new military base or a cleanup of a, a nuclear uh, weapons development site? Uh, some pretty tough questions that yeah. I don't pretend to have the answers, but at least I can give them some information. I hope they the find indication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Ken, so it's interesting because no, so a mass is a B2B marketplace for construction materials. So we took, I've been a developer for 20 years, so I was hands-on construction, but I really wanted to uh, dive into the world of construction material. We do not know it's going to be the most uh, el substantial element of our conversation because, uh, but it is a very old school business. Most people buy from the local suppliers over the phone and we really need to transform it. So I really kind of want to dive into that world of construction material. But before I do that, as someone who built for many, many years, uh, there's element of labor, there's element of um, of construction. And please correct me if you if you're seeing it differently. It seems like the labor conversation was the the, the dominating conversation last few years because of immigration policies and other reasons. Do you still see labor as labor costs a fundamental challenge to construction companies? Labor availability has been an issue for decades, and uh, there brief periods when it drops off the number one position, either because 
the work has dried up and so contractors don't need as many workers and maybe they can get them more easily from other firms that don't have any business going on right now. Uh, or in the current situation, there's some of that, but even more, it's been superseded by a still hotter issue of uh, materials. Uh, but absolutely, the industry has had an issue for decades, just as trucking has had, of uh, attracting workers at a time when students are being told, you want to get ahead, go to college, and don't take that uh, dirty, dead-end, dangerous job. Well, construction actually has a, a strong and improving safety record, and it has a terrific record 